Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up? Welcome in. This is the Herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be making this part of your day, thanks so much. I'm Doug Gottlieb. I'm in for Colin Cowherd. It's a beautiful, and I mean stunning, Thursday in Southern California. And while you may say to yourself, okay, it's Southern California, like, we've had a hard winter. I mean, not like a Buffalo hard winter, you know, where you get mountains and mountains of snow. You know, not like in Oklahoma hard winter where you'll get snow and ice and then the wind just cuts through your soul. I, again, like we're soft, okay? The coldest you'll ever feel in your life, I mean this, is come live in Southern California for three to six months and then go through like a night when it's like 45 degrees and you're outside. You'll be like, when did I move to the Arctic? You're like, it's 45 degrees. It's not, you know, it. it 45 degrees in the East Coast in the winter is like, that's a nice day. In California, we're soft. We've had a ridiculous amount of rain. Two feet of rain, which we need. Of course, we know the cycle, right? It rains, everything's green, all good, snowpack back. Then, you know, everything gets grown up. Doesn't Doesn't rain for another year, then massive fires, and then we repeat the cycle again. Right? Fires lead to nothing to hold back the water. Then it rains. You get mudslides, and we repeat Mediterranean culture. That's what that's what happens. But had a hard winter, California standards, and now it's gorgeous, and going to be a great weekend. Going to be a great weekend. 
Um, I do have to share with you guys my watching golf on TV is like uh, upcoming later on in the hour. TJ Oshmanzada in 15 minutes. You ever try and get convinced of something which, like, look, I'm, I'm not denying that it's interesting and maybe a great idea or better than it was previously, but, I, you know. I mean, I, I, yeah, you get into a conversation with somebody that you meet and then they hit you with, have you invested in cryptocurrency? I, I get the idea of it. I know that the dollar is going through this weird thing where other countries now aren't using the dollar as their standard. And we're just in this weird place with, you know, do you buy gold? Do you buy silver? Right? Do you, do you buy those things in terms of your investments? And you get crypto guys like, dude, crypto, crypto. And not all cryptos are alike. But you keep trying to convince me that now is the time. Now is the time. Go buy. Like, mm, I'm just, I'm not saying that it's not a great idea. And I'm not saying that in theory, okay, in theory, not being tied to true banks and being true free market isn't a possibility, but the reality is like gold has always been the standard kids. Just stop trying to sell me on it. I bring it up because it's interesting. They play at crypto.com, right? The, the crypto center, the crypt or whatever you want to call it. Um, and last night the Clippers beat the Lakers for the 11th consecutive time. And you know, Look, Lakers weren't winning that game as soon as it came out in the schedule. They, they've had to make this late season push in order to make the play-in game, potentially make the playoffs. And it's smart to go for it in Utah. It really is. And honestly, I, I know, you know, uh, some Nick Wright has said it was dumb to play LeBron and AD last night. No, it wasn't. Like, if, if they shut down Kawhi, you can win that game. Potentially, right? Like you take the shot and you win that game, and suddenly now you get out of the play-in because, though I believe the Lakers will survive the play-in, the attrition of the additional games is likely going to, um, at minimum, wear them down, and at maximum, maybe somebody gets hurt because of the additional games and usage of older pieces like LeBron or beat-up pieces like AD, right? LeBron said this after the game. It's one of the tougher, uh, toughest games we've had this year. Just uh, you know, coming off the road trip, and even though this is a road game, you know, just um, you know, getting back, you know, late last night, but after an overtime game, and you know, it was a tough game for us. Obviously, we started off in the first half, not so playing Laker basketball. We had some good spurts, but uh, not enough. So this is one of those uh, those scheduling conflicts, you know, in the season, and uh, definitely got the best of us tonight. So what he means, the scheduling conflicts is he kind of butchered, I've butchered lines before, uh, discussed it. He butchered the line. It's called a scheduling loss. That's an old Phil Jackson expression. Okay. And you're like, well, Phil Jackson, he won 11 titles. I think he knows what he's talking about. Where, you know, you're on a stretch of coming off the road, coming off a back-to-back, you're on a back-to-back, you played in Utah, which altitude's a real thing. And then, of course, you played in overtime against Utah. And you're playing the Clippers and played since Saturday. Plus, the Clippers, they get up for the Laker games. They played Kawhi the entire second half. Like, they wanted to win that game. 
It means a lot to the Clippers. And though it means something to the Lakers, they're gassed. They weren't winning that game. So look, these two things can both be true. The Lakers have saved their season. The Lakers are going to play in the playoffs. Rob Palenka has done a great job, not good, great job of fixing the roster in the short term while maintaining the the opportunity to fix the roster in the offseason as well. Like that was that's a big thing. Why were they holding on to Pat Beverly so long? Because his contract was expiring. Maybe they hold on to D'Angelo Russell. Maybe they don't. Like they're going to try and figure it out, but they have some, they still have roster flexibility in the offseason, despite the fact they trade away two expiring contracts in Russell Westbrook and Patrick Beverly. So Palinka has probably saved his job, definitely saved the season, and saved the cap flexibility in the offseason if they, they, they choose to go out and try and get somebody else to help build towards another championship. It's a good story, right? And if anything, like, Russell Westbrook actually seems like he's in a pretty good place. It may be a win-win because it did not end well, especially when the stories of him being was a blood-sucking vampire. What was it? Basically, he was a vampire taking away the life of the locker room. Felt that way. But, you know, that's the Clippers. They, they like they like those types. Of, those types of dudes work with the Clippers. Doesn't work with the Lakers as much. But I can say, hey, man, they're good. They're much more competitive. Kind of fun to watch. Kind of interesting. LeBron trying to find a role with this team, whatever. They're not winning a championship. These two things can both be true. They can be better. They can be a playoff team. They can have saved their season. Palinka can have saved his job and saved clap flexibility and all the stuff. It all works better. And Darvin Ham looks like a much better coach because of it. But on the other hand, you go like, come on, man. Really? Really, really? Please stop sending me texts telling me to invest in crypto. Please stop sending me texts telling me to go and lay some money on the Lakers to win an NBA championship. It doesn't mean in the future there may be a, a much, you know, the crypto stuff may all end up combining into like Bitcoin or one or two other options. And that may be the time. It doesn't mean that the Lakers in the future may find a way to get somebody else who can play alongside LeBron and Anthony Davis and they can fix it along with Austin Reeves and got the right guys and rights. I'm not saying that next year you couldn't do it. This year you're not. Yes, you're better. You know who else is better right now? The Suns are better. You know how this is better right now? Like, let's just be honest. The Nuggets are going to be better. Right? I don't know if Jamal Murray will ever be back to bubble Jamal Murray, but he's a lot better than he was when he wasn't playing after tearing the ACL and early coming back from the ACL. The Warriors are a lot better when Andrew Wiggins plays in the playoffs. You know? I don't know what the Clippers look like if they don't get Paul George back. If they get Paul, if they, without Paul George back, it feels like it's going to be hard, but they're better with Kawhi Leonard than they were without him. And he's clearly going to play. He played, I think, 41 minutes last night. So LeBron's right. That was a scheduling game. They want to win that game. Would have taken a lot, a lot of things to go in their factor to win that game. But just because they're a lot better than the perception of them or the reality of them, 
was a month ago. Just because they're going to play at least in the playoff tournament, and I think that means they'll play in the playoffs, and maybe they, maybe, you know, they win all the rest of their games, they play in the playoffs as well. Need a little help. Going to be hard. That doesn't mean I'm investing in them emotionally thinking they can win an NBA championship. Just not. Just not. Doug Gottlieb in for Colin. This is The Herd. All right, coming up next, the Panthers are reportedly set on taking Bryce Young number one overall. Is he going to work in the NFL? Is that the selection that 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 TJ Hushmanzada will make? Hey, Hush is not only has a brilliant IQ and football IQ, he also works with these quarterbacks, works with all the wide receivers, truly knows what it takes to make it. Is that the right decision? We'll ask him next in The Herd. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, it's The Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources there are some things that are too good to keep a secret like how your amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip i'd like to check into the centurion lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables Ooh, yum and how you get the most out of select can't miss events with access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Doug Alleyman for Collins The Hurt, Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio app. Hope you're having a great Masters... Thursday. A couple weeks away from the NFL draft. Get to TJ Hushman's out in a second. The end of your first year. Discover credit cards automatically doubles all the cash, all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned double. Seriously. See terms. Check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. TJ Hushmanzada is our guest, former Pro Bowl wide receiver, which you don't know about Hush, in addition to seeing him on TV and listening to him on Up on Game, which you can download the podcast or hear him Saturdays on Fox Sports Radio. Um his passion project day job sort of thing is like 
he works with all the best or many of the best wide receivers in the league, and those wide receivers work with many of the best quarterbacks or quarterback prospects in in the league as well. Hoosh, uh, report out today from Chris Mortensen, who's been doing it forever. He doesn't put his name by it unless he truly believes in it, that uh, the Panthers want Bryce Young. Um, and everybody I've talked to says, well, he's the best quarterback prospect. And uh, I, I don't know if you saw that Dana Jeremiah um, or heard what he said, where he's like, they have the new S2 test, which is the new like processing test. He scored off the charts, best, uh, best of the prospects. But he's little, right? He grew up around us. We saw him play in high school. He's still the same size. Would you take him if you were the Panthers? That size doesn't concern me at all, Doug, because, number one, you can't hit guys anyway. That's number one. But when they talk about he scored, it doesn't surprise me. Like, I've spent a ton of time with Bryce uh, in the last few months. I would almost say pretty damn near every day, to be honest with you. He's smart. He understands the game. But he's a good person. He's extremely accurate with the ball. He played in the best conference the SEC that college football has to offer. And he played extremely well. And this past season, he didn't play with the Jamison Williams and the Jerry Judys and the Jalen Waddles and John Mechies that we're used to Alabama having. And he still played extremely well. But it does not surprise me that uh, – the Panthers would want to draft him, number one, because he's extremely accurate. Like I said, he's extremely smart. The size does not bother me because you cannot hit guys anyway. You take them to the ground and you fall on them. That's 30, 40K, 15-yard penalty. That's not going to happen too often. There's, but there's also the idea of you know, you know, seeing over the trees or seeing the windows. How hard is that, how hard is that to manage? I don't think that's going to be a problem. He did it at Alabama. Like, He's been short his entire life. He has great pocket presence. When he gets out of the pocket, he doesn't get out of the pocket to run. He gets out of the pocket to find guys. He can dissect and process information so quickly. And so, to me, he's just like Joe Burrow without the height. Extremely accurate, great pocket presence, and he sticks things and understands things very easily. Um, Okay. So, if he's off the board, uh, you got C.J. Stroud. You got Will Levis. You got Anthony Richardson. You need a quarterback. Where are you going? I'm going C.J. Stroud, no question. No hesitation. I'm not even thinking about it. C.J. Stroud, for sure. What 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 is it about uh, Anthony Richardson? What, what would you do with Anthony Richardson? Where would you draft him? What are your expectations? My expectations would be if I draft Anthony, Anthony Richardson, he's for sure sitting a year, possibly two. He didn't play a lot of football in college. Extremely gifted. We know the athleticism in the arm. We know that. But when you don't play a lot of college football, the NFL is going to eat you alive. And so he needs to get with a program that he can sit, he can learn, he can understand the game. Because if you put him out there too soon, you can ruin him. And so a team that drafts Anthony Richardson, they need to understand he's going to sit a year, maybe two. I would prefer him sit two years because he's just not going to be ready. You just He just hasn't seen, en- seen enough and understands enough football to be ready to play at this level. Yeah, the, the problem with that is outside Jordan Love, first-round draft picks always play in that first year. And, and that's why you see quarterbacks that they get rushed onto the field 
and they're not ready to play and they're called a bust because they mentally can't recover. Physically, they can do it. It's just mentally they don't have that belief in themselves anymore because of the failure that they've had. And so if they, the NFL would understand that, like you look at Zach Wilson, can he recover from the mental things that he's going to go through or that he went through not succeeding? And that, that, that's the problem. Let him sit two years. It's not the end of the world. If he sits two years and gives you 12, 10 to 12 great ones, it was well worth it. Hennon Hooker is going to be 25 soon. He's coming off an ACL, but um, he was a baller this year at Tennessee. What's your eval on Hooker? Honestly, Doug, Hendon Hooker would probably be fighting for one of the top quarterbacks in his draft if he doesn't tear his knee up. Hendon Hooker is extremely accurate with the ball. Um, gets rid of like I like Hendon Hooker a ton. It wouldn't concern me that he had 25, so what? I don't care if he's 25 years old. With the, if you're better than a guy that's 22, does it matter that you're 25? It doesn't, that doesn't matter to me. He's accurate. He's a big kid. He can throw. He has a good arm. Hendon Hooker should go in the first round because had he not tore his knee up, he probably would be talking who's going to be the second, third quarterback between him and C.J. T.J. Hushmanzada is our guest. Of course, he was a pro bowler back in his time with the Cincinnati Bengals. He's a savant when it comes to especially the wide receiver position and uh, getting ready for the NFL draft. No better guy no better guy to have on because he works with the, these guys. Man, I'm just off the field right now. That was perfect timing. Hop in the car you guys called. It was perfect timing. Who was on the field with you today? Oh, we're on the field. Uh, quarterbacks, CJ's out on a visit. Bryce out on a visit. So we're starting with some NFL quarterbacks. The receivers, uh, Josh Downs, Mike Wilson, a um, couple college guys. Man, just literally started at uh, 845 and just walked off the field at 11 o'clock. Um, how much better is Jackson Smith than the rest of the wide receivers? I don't know, man. Like, Jackson is talented. He, he has great quickness, great uh, ability with the ball in his hand. There's a lot of good receivers. Now, I, I wouldn't say, oh, he's there's some good receivers in, in his draft, man. This is a deep receiver class. Now, you go to a good team with a good quarterback and a good offensive coach, um, you're going to have some success. But I, I wouldn't just say he's head and shoulders better than other guys uh, in his draft. I don't believe that's the case. Okay, so Who's the guy who gets, and I, look, I know you just saw Josh Towns. Okay, you just work with Josh Towns, who, for people who don't know, he's tiny, right? He's like yeah. 5'9", 170? He's probably about 185 pounds. He's got some size, so I'm just short. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you who I think can play, Doug. I'll give you like six, seven, eight names of receivers. Um, I like Tank Dell. I like Josh Downs. I like Michael Wilson. I like Zay Flowers, um, Quentin Johnson. Uh, Mingo from Ole Miss. It's a, the Brooks kid from South Carolina. Uh, Puka from BYU. Those are the guys to me that when I was at the combine, they stood out to me. They they, they you you didn't you, you you didn't mention Jordan Addison. Why? Jordan Addison is a smooth route runner, and, and I didn't think he did bad at the combine. And Tank Dell also did very well at the combine. Tank Dell from Houston. I think Jordan, he's just, he's just, he's extremely quiet. Like, he's so to himself. Like, he's, hey, Jordan, what's up? Hey, how you doing? That's it. Like, I want to, I, I, I play with fire, Doug, and so I kind of prefer the guys that play with fire. Um, he can play. He's a good receiver. He's smooth, very smooth. 
he's just a little, he's just too reserved for my, for my liking. Um, a guy who was really highly touted, obviously had had a weird year, right? Kayshawn Booty uh, from from LSU. What do you think? I thought at the combine he did well. When you watch him, he, he did okay at the combine. When you watch him in the game, which is the most important thing, he played extremely well. And so that, that, that's the case of do you look at the combine, he entered the draft late, did he have the proper training? Um, he's not the biggest, but his production in the SEC, which is the best conference in college football, was outstanding. I think he needs to get in a situation where he can learn from some guys. Because I don't know what happened to LSU. It's a, a lot of speculation on why he didn't come back. But I don't think he was fully prepared at the combine because he entered the draft somewhat late because of whatever happened um, at LSU. But I, I think he's a really good receiver. You don't have that type of production in the SEC without being a good player. T.J. Hushmanzad is our guest here. Doug Gottlieb in for calling. This is the Herd Fox Sports Radio, iHeart Radio app. Um, look, you're a former player, and most former players are like, Lamar, go get yours, right? Go go get yours. But but there's there's a limit there, right? And Deshaun Watson's the only dude to get this five-year fully guaranteed deal. Everybody else is on a three-year fully guaranteed deal. Um, and then yesterday, Eric DaCosta, their general manager, said, hey, look, you know, if there's a quarterback on our draft board who's available, yeah, we'll 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 take one. Feels like it's over there, right? Feels like is that that is that the wrong way to look at it? Nah, when you when you start saying that, you you know, in the National Football League, these general managers and these scouts and these owners, they don't they normally don't say those type of things. <laughs> oh no, we're said they don't do those type of things. So for the cops to to let those words come out of his mouth, it was calculated. I'm sure it was. Well thought out, and they're just letting Lamar know, we'll move on without you. So if that's the case, um, let's see if they can find a spot that helps both Lamar and the Ravens. Um, it's a terrible situation for both to be in. As a player, you want to see Lamar get paid. He's a former MVP, done wonders, wins a ton of games, and if he feels like they're not offering him what he's worth, you hold fast to that, whether it's the right or wrong decision. I'll give you my opinion if you want it. Um, I just hope it works out for him because this game is too dangerous. you got to put so much time and effort to be a good player in this league and to not be rewarded. It kind of it deflates you a little bit, and I'm sure at times he feels like, wow, but it's kind of the bed he's made, and he has to figure out a way to – what can work for both sides, whether I'm in Baltimore or not, but he needs to get another contract because the longer he waits, the years continue to go by off his career that you can't get back. It's interesting you point that out because so many people are like, no, look, the longer you wait, it's like uh, it's like Dak Prescott, right? The longer you wait, you'll get you'll get more. But had he, I'm a year ago, had he gotten a deal, that money would have been in the bank and making more money, right? He would and and for people to understand, you get that signing bonus money. You get the first three years of bonuses up front, right? It's ninety days in escrow, and then it's in your bank account. It's earning money for you. So there's the there's the how long do you wait? And it does feel like he's waited too long. My thing, TJ, is like I I get that you didn't get what you weren't going to get what you wanted, but dude, the Ravens, you, you had your own franchise. And it's a franchise that always wins and a franchise that always gives you good defense and puts pieces around you. I don't know. I, I kind of feel like 
um, though he may ultimately get closer to what he wants financially, it kind of ruined a good thing in, in, in the meantime. I don't look at it so much as the money in the bank and earning interest and things of that nature. I look at it like this. You sign your second contract, now you're starting to work on your third contract. That's what I'm looking at, Doug. I'm looking at Josh Allen is going to get on contract number three, and Lamar is still going to be on contract number two when they came out the same year. Right. And so you're trying to make as much money as you can playing this dangerous game we call football so that when you retire, whatever injuries you may have, you sit back X, Y, and Z, but it was worth it. Josh Allen is going to get three, maybe four contracts. He'll be on contract three, and Lamar will be in the middle of number two. That's what I'm looking at. Um, I want to play for you something that I thought was we had a little fun with, okay? This is Tyreek Hill, okay? This is Tyreek Hill talking about how long he wants to play in the NFL. I'm going for 10, man. I'm going to finish out this contract with the Dolphins, man, and then I'm going to call it quits. You know, I want to I want to go into the business side. I want to like I want to do so many things in my life, bro. I really want to get into like the gaming space. Like I really want to get huge in, in that. And that's kind of what I'm doing right now. I'm using my platform, um, creating the gaming team, which isn't lunch yet. It should lunch by the end of this month. So running gaming. I'm, I'm going to just sign like different content creators, different athletes. Um, Tyreek Hill's, you know, he's in the second year of what's essentially a three-year deal. Okay. Uh, it, it's going to pay him three years, $72 million. Do you believe he'd really walk away after 10 years to be a full-time gamer? No. Sometimes, man, we just say things. Football is too fun, man. Like, it's too fun. He's not going to walk away. If you love the game of football, you're not walking away to go be a gamer. Gaming ain't going nowhere. Like, no, I don't believe that. And it sounds good. If he can walk away from a game of football and still be playing at the level that he's playing at, I'll be shocked. Because guys that love the game, you're not walking away. You're not walking away. You're going to roll this thing to the wheels fall off when you love the game. And so, nah, I don't see that happening. I think he was just talking. He can start his gaming. And uh, why are you playing? You're going to... They, everybody going to want to be on your team while you're playing. As soon as you retire, they don't care who you are, Tyreek Hill. Keep playing. All right. Uh, here, one last thing. I need a dude that nobody's talking about that you draft. Give, give me a dude. Everybody's got a dude like, man, I got a guy. Is, is, he's, I don't, I don't, I don't Michael get... Wilson, receiver from Stanford. Why? Michael Wilson. Why? If he stays healthy. Why? Because I've just seen Elijah Higgins as the dude people were talking about from Stanford. All right. Hey, no disrespect to Elijah Higgins. He would take Mike Wilson over himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect. Michael Wilson. I'm telling you, Doug. Well, I, uh, okay. Fast, can run, can do everything. Michael Wilson. Nobody's talking about him. He'll surprise some people. You're the best, Hoosh. Let's catch up soon, all right? I got you. My God, take care. That's my guy, T.J. Hushmanzada. Join us in the herd. Doug Gottlieb for calling. Let's get to Rhyme Music with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. All right, Doug. Always good to catch up with T.J. Hoosh. We'll have some more football coming up in Herdline, but let's start here. It is the first day of the Masters, which is what, Doug? A tradition. A tradition unlike any other. That's right. 
And of course, we got to give ourselves a little Tiger Woods update. Boom! Birdie putt on 15. Now he sits at two over, which puts him tied for 55th. Man, did he need a birdie and he need it bad. At three over, he was getting into the 60s and 70s, very much looking like he would not make the cut. But with that birdie and three holes to go, we could be seeing Tiger Woods for the entire weekend. Obviously, still have to get through tomorrow as well. Uh, now we go to the top of the leaderboard. We still have Go Pokes, Victor Hovland sitting at the top at seven under. Just behind him, Xander Shoffley at five under. Oddly enough, the two guys that Tiger Woods has been paired with. Followed by John Rahm and Brooks Kepka at four under. So Brooks Kepka having a good showing of the Live Golf Tour players. It, it like look, um, I just think the great thing about the Live Golf Tour deal is they 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 put Phil with Tom Hodge, Siwoo Kim. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, look, Phil Mickelson is golf royalty, right? Golf royalty. Outside of Tiger Woods, in my lifetime, Phil Mickelson is the greatest golfer of my lifetime, right? Since I started watching golf. Yeah. And you put him with a couple of dudes that I need name tags. And even then, I got to Google to search. The, I don't. I have no idea. This. They, I'm sure they're great. I'm sure they're great. Like, the ultimate... That's called an F.U. You know? I'm at what... That's, that's when you get to a banquet, you know, and you're... I'm at what table? Yeah, I'm at, I'm at the table by the, by the restroom. Damn. Yeah, as uh, Robert Lucetich, longtime golf journalist, told us last hour, nothing at Augusta happens on accident. So that was I, uh, the only correction I would make is it's by accident. And the only yeah. reason I know it's by accident, not accident, is because my mom would always tell me that's proper English. Hey, there you go. Right. Well, her grammar and phonetics. Oh, her are grammar. Much Syracuse than University. Mine. Her grammar is beyond reproach. Oh wow, Syracuse. Yeah. She should have been in sports media. Totally. She's <laughs> Cuse Mafia. Yeah, there you go. All right, let's get back to the NFL. Uh, you spent a lot of time talking the draft with TJ Hoosh there, but we have a little bit of an update Is there a here. better dude to talk with than Hoosh, right? Is there a better dude? Just full uh, stop. I love me some Hoosh. Yeah, great guy. Yeah. yeah. Love Hoosh. Uh, Doug, I don't know if you, if you could still spin it, and if you weren't coming off a knee injury, you might get a pre-draft evaluation meeting with the Raiders because they're meeting with all the quarterbacks right now. Uh, the latest report is from Albert Breer that they are setting up meetings with C.J. Stroud and Hendon Hooker. Also expected to meet with Bryce Young tomorrow, Anthony Richardson, and they have already spent time with Will Levis. So they are going across the entire draft board and meeting with any and all quarterbacks, despite signing Jimmy Garoppolo this offseason. Well, I mean, stop me first before. I mean, like, with Jimmy Garoppolo, you think he's going to be healthy the whole time? Hey, well, come on. Jimmy but, G's a guy. He's a guy's guy. Can I offer you the uh, a, a different scenario than them drafting one? Uh, Sure. Okay. So, and this is big. No, you know what? I take it back. Let me get, no. <laughs> um, so, and, and this is, we see this in college sports, especially now with the transfer portal, where the lesson for the transfer portal, football or basketball, doesn't matter, is be very careful of going after a guy you don't know. You haven't researched, you haven't recruited. Just got to know him. And um, quarterbacks are moving now. At times in their first contract, we're going to see Lamar Jackson likely move at some point, whether this year or next year or whatever. Um, I think that, obviously, the first blush is 
man, maybe we move up and maybe one of these guys. Or an Anthony Richardson who's a developmental prospect, right? Maybe we, because we have Jimmy Garoppolo, we can draft him and park him for a couple years and he can learn and work with, with Josh. Be his pet project, if you will. But the other possibility is, hey, let's just get to know all of these guys, what makes them tick to see which guys we like in case they fall out of favor or in case they become available at some point in time. Sure. I, I actually think that's a, I, I, it's actually a really smart way. It's the same thing in the interview process. I try to tell people about everybody's you know anti-Rooney rule. Like the Rooney rule is a good thing because it gets more people that you don't know in front of front offices and general managers. So there's a relationship created. So, hey, maybe this job isn't the right job, but the next job, somebody else like, hey, you know, you should meet. You should talk to this guy. I met him. He, he wasn't ready for our job or he wasn't what we needed. But I think the more people you meet and know, you never know when somebody's going to become available. And then you have a working knowledge of them as a person. You're not taking somebody else's word for it. Fair enough. Cover all your bases for not just the draft, but for the future as well. We'll wrap it up with this. Sticking in the NFL and sticking with quarterbacks. Daniel Jones got the Giants back into the playoffs for the first time since 2016 and the first time in his young career. That earned him a new contract extension in New York. And he has a fan in Eli Manning. Here is what Manning had to say about Jones on the Pat McAfee show. He's done everything the right way. He's done everything they've ever asked him to do. Hey, you got you got, you're gonna have to run it 12 times today? Sure, I'll, I'll run it, I'll throw it. Uh, I got to you know, he knew he had to cut down on the fumbles and, and the turnovers. He's done that. He's worked at it. He's He's been conscious of it. He's a true professional. Um, he's a great leader. Guys respect him. And so I'm, I'm excited for him. And I, I think he'll just continue to grow. He hadn't been in the same offense, um, you know, for, for multiple years. And now, you know, in the same offense, other guys in the same offense around him, you know, get things going. I think he'll just continue to get stronger and better. There you go. There you go. Well, Eli I mean, Manning, look, it, yes, and I think, like, the whole thing made sense. He's just a more, they, they want to be a more athletic Eli. I mean, played for the same college coach. You know, they're both the kind of guy that'll wear, like, a button-down to the, you know, a, a button-down <laughs> when they're walking into the stadium. Yep. You know, they just, he kind of fits the mode. And I, I also think there's a, like, here's where negotiations are interesting and important. Like, right, it's $40 million a year for the first two years, basically guaranteed. You know, you can even stretch it to three years, potentially. And it's the, you know, with, with so many pushing for, hey, Lamar should get five years guaranteed. Like, if they only want to give you a fewer years guaranteed, just get ask for more money up front. It's really kind of that simple. That's called negotiation. That's right, music with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. Uh, all right, coming up next in our best for last... Um, you know, they have the master's meal, right? We doing the master's meal or are we doing my, my MVP take? What did we decide? Yeah, I'm going to do that instead, right? Um, my best for last is my best and most interesting take on the NBA's MVP. You don't want to miss it. It's next in the herd. Be sure to catch live editions of the herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker. For 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport, whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit CCP. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Doug Gallagher for Colin. This is the Herd, Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio app. You know, um, a lot of times on uh, Best for Last, we do a list. Or something quirky, right? Something fun. I, I got I got something for you to think about in my back pocket. And I haven't gotten to yet. It's in my best for last. It's almost the end of the show. But that doesn't mean we're phoning it in. Nope. We grind to the very last segment. It's time for best for last. So there's a lot of debates on television about the NBA's MVP. And the truth is that these debates didn't take place in public nearly as much back in my day, right? And I, I honestly believe that there's a certain, maybe even diabolical genius to what, frankly, ESPN's been able to do, right? ESPN overpaid to get the, the NBA and because of it, in an effort to make the regular season more meaningful, it's like, why would I watch? Well, there's the MVP debate. We just we didn't have the MVP debate. It wasn't a thing for a long time. Like, yeah, was it quirky? Was it interesting? But now it's it's become the discussion, right? I mean, there's even been some, uh, you know, the Kendrick Perkins argument of racism 
or racially biased voting, which is just bizarre. Um, also inaccurate in terms of the racial makeup. Like there's lots of different factors at play there. But what if I told you that I think the NBA's MVP is not Jokic, is not Embiid, is not Giannis. And they go, here we go. You're sitting in for Colin. Gotta be LeBron. No, it's not LeBron. And most people who listen to me know I think Kevin Durant, when healthy, is actually the best player in the league. All right? But it's not Kevin Durant. He got hurt. And uh, I, I wouldn't, wouldn't put him as the MVP. Jalen Brunson, I would. You're like, come on, dude. He wasn't an all-star. And because fans know so much that they didn't vote for him to be an all-star? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. If you just take the records, and there's a couple of other ancillary switches that have been made, but last year this time, the New York Knicks were a uh, smoldering dumpster fire, right? Julius Randle was incredibly unhappy. Tom Thibodeau, too rigid, not going to work. They finished the season 37-45. and 45. This year, as of right now, they're 47-33. and 33. Okay, And the addition is Jalen Brunson. Now, he's not their leading scorer, but he's right there. Obviously, leads them in assists and in steals. But there's a leadership quotient that you cannot calculate. There's a cultural uh, calculation that is impossible to make. But simply adding Jalen Brunson on a deal where, at the time, people said, you overpaid for him. And they massively underpaid considering what he's given them has changed the trajectory of the Knicks franchise of Tom Thibodeau's probably coaching tenure in New York and of other players on the team. Like that's the missing element to the Steve Nash shouldn't have won the MVP argument. Like we just look at raw stats and data and you're like, Oh, well, okay, go back and look like Sean Marion made more money than he ever probably could have imagined or should have because, well, he got to play uh, an undersized four and he had one of the greatest passers in the history of the sport setting him up. Amari Stoudemire, okay, scored countless points, made countless amounts of money. And is Amari Stoudemire really all that good? Look at the seasons and the success when he didn't play with Steve Nash. Ask Rajah Bell what Steve Nash did. I, I, I fully understand, okay? I fully understand that, uh, that Giannis Antetokounmpo can completely dominate a game at both ends if he, in games in which he hits jump shots, he becomes incredibly unguardable. I get it. The sheer force of Joel Embiid, along with an incredible amount of skill, can dominate a game at both ends. I get it. And you just look and they jump off the screen and how big they are. And you're looking at tangibles. I'm calculating tangibles with intangibles. And it's not, I'm not giving him a pass because he's small. I'm not giving him a pass because he doesn't blow by people and doesn't dunk on people like John Morant does. No, no, no. I'm just telling you in terms, he's effective whether he goes by people or doesn't. He shoots a high percentage from the field, from three, from the free throw line. And... Low turnover, super high assist to turnover ratio, doesn't turn the basketball over, and he's a tremendous defensive player. And the team wins, and everybody else around him is better because of it. That's real value. Okay? That's real value. 
And yeah, I am going to calculate a little bit the fact that he won two national championships. But it's because of the culture that he absorbs and then helps spread to the rest of the locker room. Just ask anybody who's a Knicks fan. Did you like watching him play the past couple of years? Do you like watching him play now? And the only thing that's really changed is Jalen Brunson. I understand he's not the most athletic. I understand he's not the biggest. I understand that to you, you can't see his dominance because you don't have the the maybe basketball IQ that I believe that I possess. I'm just telling you, that dude can dominate a game without blowing by anybody, okay? without dunking on anybody. He just makes plays and makes people better at both ends of the floor and spreads a culture that makes his team more competitive and allows others to be more successful. In many ways, it's the stuff that LeBron did for years. Only now he's 40 years old. He can't do it at the defensive end. He can't do it every night. And Jalen Brunson can. Just in a smaller package. And it's hard for you to calculate the intangibles along with the tangibles. All right. uh, Tomorrow, we're back. You're like, oh, Colin's not back tomorrow? No. No. But we'll uh, we'll figure out if Tiger's going to make the cut. We'll get you ready for an upcoming weekend. Hey, we may even be able to celebrate the fact the Angels are in first place in the AOS. If the season were to end today, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim of Orange County, they would be in the playoffs. Hmm? I mean, you heard it here first. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is The Herd. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, Sleep Tight Stories. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.